The Trials of Apollo, The Tyrant's Tomb, Chapter 1. There is no food here. Meg ate all the Swedish fish. Please get off my hearse. I believe in returning dead bodies. It seems like a simple courtesy, doesn't it? Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Yay, Ava, Neve, how are we this week? I've had a weird day today, just in that like yesterday was kind of a lot and I had a very long, very stressful rehearsal. Um, and I was up very late, just anxious energy wise. And so I, I, today was a day off and I let myself sleep. Um, but sometimes letting myself sleep feels super weird because I wake up and I'm like, am I real? You know? Um, but applied to some fun little jobs, um, got some shit done around the house. Not bad. I just, you know, it was, today's a day that it feels not real. But it's okay. Days like that be happening. Um, but in general, I'm good. It's it's a little less cold here than it used to be, which is very exciting. No more negative degrees. Um, I can actually go outside now. Um, so that's pretty cool. And I'm on my... I, I was telling Brayden and Neve before we started. I'm on my final book as of the moment for my Warriors reread, which is exciting. On book six. Huge. Um, and then when I'm done, I get to read real paper books again instead of books on my kindle app that i got from the virtual library that are about cats that fight each other so i'm very excited for my real book reemergence. how are you neve <laughs> good i'm good doing good i took a great nap today it was so needed it was i felt it building for like a week and a half <laughs> i was like i need to get some sleep <laughs> Um, and I finally did today, uh, putting off all the things I was going to accomplish today, which is fine. I'll find time. Hopefully. Um, I want to talk about the fucking Grammys because they never fail to disappoint me with stupid album of the year award. I I don't know what happened at all for any of them. So go nuts. So pissed. Midnight's one. Midnight's one album of the year. And I'm so sorry. I am as much of a Swifty as everybody else. I love her music for the most part. But that was just crazy. Like, that was not deserves. The thing is, she was definitely the musical artist of the year. Like, undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. But she I got the flowers for that. And, like, Midnight's wasn't even album of the week that it was released. Like, no one even really- It also came out in 2022. Yeah. You know? Like-, like- that's not need this at all and her other three album of the year wins were so like deserved like i felt made a lot of sense like when she like the wins for red 1989 i mean 1989 was like the biggest album of the that, decade that era yeah that era and folklore was absolutely exactly what like 2020 sounded like like i feel like everyone really gravitates toward that album as well so this one just makes zero sense. Such a disrespect to my girl SZA made me so angry. It was not angry in the way of last year. I think last year I talked about it on the podcast too, that when Harry's House won album of the year, I was like pacing my apartment. I was so angry. Um, and I wasn't pacing my apartment, but I spent today, I think I also talked about it with my coworkers and got even more riled up because they were also like, that was stupid. And I was like, right. 
And I can't... most of Twitter seems in agreement. Like even Swifties aren't like, yeah, Midnight's one. They're just talking about the new album. Yeah. Um, I also learned today from like someone digging up an old news headline that Joe Alwyn, Paul Mescal, and Andrew Scott have a um a group chat, or at least have told the press that they have a group chat called the Tortured Man Club. And <laughs> If there's one thing Taylor Swift's got I thought do, it was it, tortured it, artist is what I saw. Sure. That, those, just, those, have, those have very different vibes. <laughs> very artist. different. If, if Taylor's going to do one thing, it's be a little crazy. Like, yeah. I saw a tweet that said that and I was like, yeah. Not going to lie. I, I don't want to get too far into Swifty discourse because I'm perhaps even scarier of the Swifties than the Barb's. At this point, because the barbs <laughs> are at least smaller after <laughs> um, still doxing people, but less, um, yeah, less manpower to do so. Uh, I, if it's if that is true and like that's what it is, like this is like, I don't, I, I don't think it's is this is it kind, is it nice. Right. And, like, and, and I don't even believe in being kind and nice, but like I don't know. She Taylor Swift is the level of person where it's like she she is punching down no matter who it is. Yeah, of course. And I can respect the absolute like switch up she did on every single person in the world, thinking that she was being sure that she was announcing reputation. That was incredible. That was a great switch. Uh-huh. It's just, why did she win that award? She could have, because the pop vocal category, the like best pop vocal album was pretty um, strange. Like there were some strange nominations in there that I was like, if she had won that, I'd be like, okay, out of that nomination list. Like it was, it was kind of a weird lineup. Um, But album of the year was so absurd. I was, and it's like, it sucks because there were a lot of good wins at the Grammys this year. There were um, Victoria Monet. Victoria Monet. So it's oh, exciting. Um, and uh, Boy Genius deserved all the awards that they won. Paramore won for this yeah. year. That was so about Paramore. That's huge. I personally don't care about Twitter. I was happy about Miley's wins. I think that song is fun. I think we're on was- different Twitters then. Oh, some people on Twitter are like angry because they were like, it was like a weak interpolation song. Shut up. It was fun. Miley has served a Grammy for a while. Oh, it won something? Okay. I mean, Miley's great, so whatever. Yeah. It, it like, she's deserved a Grammy for a while. And yeah, I agree. She like, deserved album of the year for Plastic Hearts. It, yeah. She, the little music podcast that I listened to today was like, uh, they were like, every time she, like, she won two awards and they were like, the first time she won, they were like, that was for Plastic Hearts, really, though. Like, we like this song, but that was really an apology for Plastic Hearts. Um, but, there were good wins of the night and that just really, and I guess I could say the same thing about last year too, that like they start pretty strong and they're like, okay, okay. And like SZA won duo performance with Phoebe Bridgers. That was very slight. We were like, all right, all right. And then we get to album of the year and they're like, fuck all of you. It's Taylor Swift. And you're like, oh, I, well, that just ruined it. And like, that's so sad. I have a grudge against Taylor right now. Um, and a, it, well, it's not about Midnight's, but I don't think Midnight should be album of the year because it's that's like one of related. Yes, of course it's football related. Um, Midnight's though, to me, is one of her worst albums. Um, and I'm like, baby, you don't have to rush 
to like write new stuff. Like I promise you don't have to rush. Like I will be patient and I will listen to what you release, but no rush, darling, you know, like do what you do what you want, but don't feel like you need to be a content farm. Um, it is like, I, I love Lady Gaga and she releases a jazz album that I don't listen to every other album. Like, right. Like, but right. I'm still waiting. I'm just listening to the yeah. old. Thing. There's so much. It, it, th- so that's the thing. It's so crazy now that like, you don't need to yeah. keep doing this. I don't know. I, exactly. And it's and my, my graduate Taylor though is, um, all right. So the AFC championships for all of you gay people listening, this is about football. Um, and I'm a gay person talking, so that's okay for me to say. But um, I love and care about football so much. And I always have um, because I was born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. And if you are born there, you are raised a diehard Ravens fan. And that's just how it is. Um, AFC championships. My team played Travis Kelsey's team, the Chiefs. The Chiefs won, which made me want to vom. But it was in it was in my city. So first of all, um, disgraceful but then also there's a big issue where travis kelsey and patrick mahomes who was also on the chiefs were like kicking and like throwing around our um like a a member of our team's gear and like his helmet and like throwing it around and like mistreating like his gear that he needed for the game like that's just super fucked up and like very inappropriate in a lot of ways and like I don't know I'm also kind of like we should have been at the Super Bowl like um I now I'm like I don't want to see Miss Swift at the Super Bowl because that's just a reminder that my team won't be there um but anyway yes she should not have won that Grammy either um SZA totally deserved it um and and had other good options too like yeah, there was, were just SZA, like a lot of albums that SZA was my girl to won. win it. SZA was my girl to win it. But like, Boy Genius could have won, and I'd be like, yeah, Lana. I don't like her, but like, she could have won, and I'd be like, okay, Janelle Monae. Janelle Monae could have won, and I'd be like, yeah. Oh, not even my favorite. Like, Asia Pleasure isn't even my favorite Janelle Monae album, but she's just not never given the credit she deserves for being Janelle Monae is perhaps the smartest mainstream art like mainstream asterisk (laughs) like yeah she's like not even super mainstream but like she is so musically talented in a real like jack antonoff kind of way yeah uh that is like and she's never rewarded for it and i'm tired i'm tired (laughs) i'm tired because she is writing like these jazz pop symphonies and like yeah she's all on been on the cutting edge of music this whole time and like so, no one is looking at her literally no. the only two I, albums in that whole category that i'd be like do not give this to them were guts sorry olivia rodrigo's just no it wasn't and midnights and i was like i cannot believe like there were so many nominees that i could have been like yeah i understand this choice like there was the one i wanted to win but all of them besides those two i was like i would totally get it i'm also biased in that like an album that I would have picked to win didn't even get nominated, which is Hosier's most recent release. Um, Did it come out in the in the last Grammys window? I believe so. 
I don't remember when the Who's Your album came out, but yeah, me either. Because this is really late. It like like it ends like the end of August or something like that. It's yeah, like August. It into- came out beginning of oh, there it is. I think it came out at the very beginning of September or end of yeah, very beginning of September. It's like I just know the line is a, is around because I know that something to give each other wasn't included included, but uh, but Rush was yeah. Like yeah. so, some of the singles off the Troy album made it. So, like the line was somewhere in between the re- release of Rush and the re- release of one of one of your girls. Yeah, weird. That's really weird, huh? Well, well, how am I? What a how good are question. You rated? <laughs> uh, um, I sorry, actually, I, I took us on a tangent. That's just been occupying so much of my brain today. I just don't really have anything to say. Like I like <laughs> anyways. So I thought I'd be a dick about it. Um, yeah, I'm doing all right. That that's about it. Woo woo! Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, I finished a book. I finished another book oh. that I really liked. It's called The Ruin of Kings. Um, it's real good fantasy, real good high fantasy, and I'm about to start the next. Um, so yeah, well, welcome back to Return to Camp Half Blood. I promise we talk about Percy Jackson stuff. Um, (laughs) this week we are beginning a new book. (laughs) So exciting, as always. I mean, as always, it's exciting. We're not always starting a new book. You know this if you're listening. Um, this was just for me. Um, the chapters one through four through the theme of reverence. Or, um, I do believe that this week it is time for Neve to do our thirty second recap. That is actually a forty five second to be recap. Like, what? Um, I think we need to make them harder. I think we've been doing too good since we switched from 30 to 45. I agree. It's a new season. We could do do a beginning now. I'm really yeah, tired. switch it now. What the f- why am I the guinea pig for this? Well, no, it's, it's, it's going to stay consistent. Like now that's Let's happened to it. you. It's not, it wasn't a crazy I think it's more fun. <laughs> sure. It's more fun because we get Ready, to go. Okay, so uh, they hopped off the plane at LAX, and they have the. They are now in a hearse that, for some reason, Apollo is fucking driving. Who trusted him to do that? Um, driving the Camp Jupiter, Meg's like, "Do you know where you're going?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's that tunnel." And then Meg, they feel something land on the hearse roof, and Apollo's like, "Meg, handle it." And she's like, "How the fuck would I handle it?" And she tells him to swerve, so then he has to, and then they careen off the cliff, and then some spirit. Oh my god, some. <laughs> spirits help them carry the hearse and then they get to camp and then see hazel and hazel is devastated and that was that, so that, hard. that was you just like really went into detail with that first yeah chapter. the first bit you went like mo- moment to moment for like the first time ever it's funny and i'm used to myself having more time well it'll be an adjustment next week we'll go back to 45 <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, but at, only neve has to do 30 seconds every time it's me then i have to yeah. um what songs do we bring for the uh beginning of the tyrant's tomb playlist i'm actually really excited about this one um i picked a song off of a very release re- goodbye very recent <laughs> 
<laughs> very recently released album um and this might be my favorite song from the album i haven't decided yet but um it's burn alive by the last dinner party um love them recently i so cool. love them okay i'm going to their concert in april and i'm excited Exciting. um yeah so i i super love this song it reminds me a lot of hazel and also meg um, like the chorus, I'm not the girl I set out to be. Let me make my grief a commodity. Do what I can to survive. There's candle wax melting in my veins. So I keep myself standing in your flames. Burn me alive. God, that's so both of them. Um, yeah. I, I've been in really like a 90s pop punk uh, bag recently, like the past couple months. Um and I chose uh, Just a Girl by No Doubt. I thought it was just the vibes. Yeah, I, heard. Our, our new new character that we've introduced, she's just a girl. I love her. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I already forgot it. Lavinia. 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 Lavinia, just a girl. She just had kind of Gwen Stefani vibes, but like in like No Doubt Gwen Stefani, not racist Gwen Stefani. Oh, I didn't know. I don't really know anything about her, so. The, um, like, Harajuku girl era. Oh. Remember that? Not her Not- moment. Hope her and Blake Shelton are real happy. Did they get divorced? Or did they get married? I, I didn't even know they knew each other. <laughs> girl, I, they're they, never- they've been together they forever. Been they have relationship. kids. This is how little I know about Gwen Stefani. This is how little. Do they have kids? Now that's my real question. I do need to know everything about their. Listen, I love a celebrity couple gossip um, farm, frankly. I literally wrote on an audition form that I, they were like, what do you like? And I was like, I can tell you the entire timeline of Brangelina. I can. You know, and there are still good things to know. Um, as of April 2023, Cora says that they're married. Ago. That's not really helpful. Um, that's that's a long time ago. Oh no, they are still married. They got married in 2021, which is later than oh, I thought, but yeah. not like they've been together forever. He got divorced from Miranda Lambert in 2015, and I feel like it was right yeah. after. But I don't know and- that he wasn't married to her anymore. <laughs> I've not seen kids. Oh, she has three children. Oh. But she, this is also her third marriage. Oh, third times the well, let's hope. Third times the well, let's hope. <laughs> you know, actually, yeah, at that point. Right. That, I, that's- I can't imagine having one failed marriage, much less two. As I know. Divorce would break me. It'd be the end. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to go through one divorce. It'd be a shell of a person. The, a marriage seems like a lot to begin with. Yeah, ma- yeah. There are so many steps between me and divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm grateful to say that. Uh, number, n- number one would be not being single at all. I am, oh. I, I am, I am very far from dating someone. So, <laughs> so that's have, step one. Really, that's step one. 
but we're working towards the divorce. Don't worry. Neve, what's your song? My song is Too Late by SZA because please give my girl her flowers. Yeah. Um, it's also just a good song that I felt like was very Hazel. Yeah. Hazel very SZA coded. Hazel very SZA coded. So Ugh. please give SZA an award. I, I was literally so mad. Now that we're trans transitioning into uh favorite moments i would just like to express how fucking excited i am that hazel is back um yeah this this is she's not my girl in the way that like piper is my girl mm-hmm. you know piper is my girl hazel is next in line to be my girl you know like she she is m- my number two I love her. Love okay. Hazel. It goes love Hazel. Piper and Nico, depending on the day, but depending on who's in front of me, are my favorites. And then Hazel. Yeah. Um, I, but I've yet to see her do anything interesting, <laughs> is the thing. Like, I love Hazel. She has so much potential and like she never gets to do anything. She has two chapters in House of Hades where she. It's so cool. No, literally. But then the rest of the book that's supposed to be about her isn't about her. I, I apparently this is my rant for today. But no, but I remember when we were reading that book, we were so frustrated by it that like clearly such potential something was supposed to happen with her in that book as a, like a counterplot to what was going on in Tartarus, and it just like never happened. And my girl is so cool. Like let her do things. Fuck, rap um, goddess. Where is my Hazel book? Where is my Hazel book? <laughs> Give us a Hazel book. Great book. Like you could really write a great fucking book on Hazel. Like she has such a rich backstory. Exactly. I want a book series called The Girls and the Gays and the Olympians. Um, The Girls and the Gays and the Olympians? And it's Piper, Hazel, and Nico are our trio. What about Raina? I, Raina t- too, but that's not my that that's not my um, French vanilla fantasy. But it can be yours because it's not going to happen. <laughs> I've never heard that term before in my life. You haven't. You never watched All Stars Four. Not the full season. No, I've only seen like clips. Drag Race All Stars Four. Valentina's catchphrase was, "That's not my French vanilla fantasy." That's funny as fuck. Okay, love. I need to watch that season now. Wow. It's a really good season, an uh, underrated season of Drag Race. Yeah. It's like it's a, the season. Do you just say no? I hate that season. No, because this is the season that, like, what? which way do I go? Up and down, girl. I've seen people do it right to left. Oh, okay. And see, Jesus. Was, I know a lot about that season. I just haven't seen it. Oh, I forgot. I forgot what, why Neve hates the season. <laughs> The season was great up until one moment. You know what happens. I'm not afraid to spoil for our listeners, but I don't want to spoil for you. You don't want to? No, I know what happens. Oh, yeah. This happened years ago. Yeah, Manila. Oh, yeah. yeah, Naomi and Manila. I'm also sad about that. Yeah. I love Miss Manila. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't watched RuPaul's Drag Race. You're wrong for that. If you enjoy this podcast and if you enjoy Percy Jackson, you wouldn't think that there's a vent like that they're the same type of 
person would be interested but in they both. are but they are yeah gay and neve yeah. <laughs> true and we are an ally to the neve community and me i'm also here you are also here it's like oh it's like that tiktok that's like <laughs> it's like when when you guys say the girls and the gays can you can you say the girls the gays and what was his name he was like and ryan or something like that <laughs> I, I don't know what I you're talking know about, but oh, it's so funny. on the podcast. One of my friends in high school once said, unprompted, just like, you know, despite this, despite all of this, you're probably one of the straightest people I know. And I was like, despite all of this, and he was like, yeah, like all of this, like gesturing to my general being. Love, <laughs> love, love, love. No, because that's me- hilarious. I don't know if you just listen to this podcast and you've never looked into uh, any visuals of us. Um, Keep it that way. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, go on our Instagram. You can find pictures of ourselves. We're not just voices. Um, no. Surprise. Sorry. <laughs> um, Neve looks like she is the um, pop punk best friend in a t- movie that came out in 2002. Yeah. wanted to be. So, it fits. You win. Like, exactly. Neve could have walked out of Charmed. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. But she's also straight. But it, because the thing is, you have one conversation with her and somehow you know. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It like, was- and it's like, no, and like, no offense, but it's like, <laughs> I can, I can just tell you're straight when we're talking when we're like having a conversation yeah it is like the 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 the, the visuals are gay but the vibe is not right and it's like when me and brayden talk we're like we know we just know for each other that that we're not straight right yeah just the way we speak to each other i don't know it's just a vibe that's that's there again we're allies to your community (laughs) thanks um, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back to talk about our theme of the week and this week's chapter. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Reverence, where do we want to go first with these chapters? That was such a big sigh, Ava. It was. It's it said it sounded like you were about to like deliver the hardest roast, but Oh, I'm not. I'm thinking about how like gut-wrenchingly upset Hazel was when she 
figured out who was in the coffin. Um, uh, that was very and it. I these chapters are just filled to the brim with like different people's respect of Jason. Um, like with Apollo talking about how um, Temple Hill would never look as Jason intended it to, um, which pays respect to all the thought he put into like making minor gods feel seen. Um, and Hazel being like, throw herself on the coffin upset. Um, and the fact that she was like, Piper and I have to do this alone. Like how, how dare you? Like I, I hate, but like hate with love. <laughs> when, when in like a book or a movie or something, someone is mad at a dead person. They're like, how dare you? Oh, dare I, you? it always gets me. Yeah. It, ki- it kills. It's, oh, well, it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So it's brutal. And so that's what I was trying to say. And so that just absolutely, um, it got me and it just, I don't know. It was just very clear, especially in Hazel's response and Apollo's little, moment about temple hill um how much people respected him which is funny because we didn't but now we do yeah it's funny because we didn't but now we do i that was just great um i thought the most interesting part of these chapters and i'm really glad that we had all all four of these chapters together was that we have this contrast of like reverence of leadership in the way people talk about Jason who like gave up gave his life he was a leader he led with kindness uh we you know we didn't like him until right before he died and then we liked him but like he was a good leader like that like that is undeniable and he was a good and kind person um if not a little boring um and you know there's nothing wrong with that yeah it's I mean, not it's, that interesting to read yeah but, like yeah, there's you're the main character of a book but like generally but generally great um and then we are introduced to these terrifying minions of this an unknown new like ghost king character that um really establishes the like way villains have minions and how different that manifests than like leaders who lead with kindness versus fear Mm. i just thought that was interesting because like they're they're never like oh i am afraid of this person that like i work for but like you feel it in the way of like there there is reverence there in order to like garner leadership and, like, it's clear that it does not come out of a place of, like, the respect and, like, oh, I was so grateful for the kindness that he sh- showed in his leadership. It's, like, either fear or selfishness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they were scary. They were scary. They were scary. Yeah. I thought they were going to be the Strixes again. I thought so too, actually. I will say, remarkably similar first chapters to the first chapters of the last book. We started off in a very similar yeah. way with like attacks from bird-like creatures in yeah. a new setting. Yeah. Um, but the 
well-written action scene. Like, these were just such well-written chapters. And I was really, I would say, really proud of Rick. I know. I, oh, I, <laughs> Rick. No, like, I, he'd be writing good. We're still here. Yeah. But, like, I was just like, wow, these chapters are such a good introduction to the fourth book in a series. I agree. Yeah. Very true. I also thought a lot about this, like, like Apollo talks about it for a little bit in the beginning and the, all of, I find it so like devastating and like interesting that so much crazy shit happens and so much like possible and potential evil comes to light in these four chapters. But the, the goal is to get Jason back Mm-hmm. And, like, that will take precedence over anything bonkers that's happening, which mm-hmm. I feel just, like, thinking of our theme of, like, Apollo talks about, like, this this correct way to, to send someone off. And I just, if these chapters had me thinking, especially with Hazel's reaction and, like, the reaction, like, once they, like, just how much that is for the people who loved this person more than like it is for the respect of the person obviously but like their dedication over everything to get this coffin back to camp jupiter is for the people at camp jupiter Jupiter and the people who were trying to get like and for apollo and for meg and for hazel and for all of them to feel like they did right by this person especially in the end he's dead yeah he's dead it's fine for him he's dead but I mean, it's not fine. He's dead, but like, it, he's not gonna know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but and like, no way that man did not choose uh, rebirth. Yeah. yeah, no, he's back out there right now. So like, he's not gonna know, but it will. It's for the the people who who cared about him, and for the people who were who looked up to him, and for for people like Apollo and. Meg and people who like they knew the circumstances and like what he what he gave up like to feel like they did right by him even when they couldn't save him you know yeah and I thought that was a an a really like sad but good part of the writing of these chapters is that like no matter how much insane shit is thrown at them they're like this is our primary goal you know yeah it's hard to carry a coffin and chew bubblegum at the same time. Mm-hmm. Run with a coffin. I think is the phrasing. <laughs> I also thought uh, Lavinia was iconic. Yeah. Yeah, so, she's fierce. She's our gay icon. She is. I am very into like the almost sisterly like relationship that I can see developing between her and Meg like I just feel it like I just feel like they're gonna start acting like sisters and I really hope it comes true um I'm happy that she has someone who feels a little closer in age to her yeah because we everyone like Apollo is a lot older than Meg and everyone all all the rest of our characters are in well well a lot older I guess yeah but uh, (laughs) but everyone else is in that kind of cohort of 
the um like round seven 16 to 17 16 to 18 honestly like yeah eight frame grover's even older um but now we have lavinia and hazel frankly is a little closer frankly <laughs> um and that's that's exciting it is give her some peers give her some peers i guess joshua tree was also her age yeah yeah Any more thoughts on these chapters or do we want to do our sex moments? Ooh. I'm I'm uh I'm good for sass moments. I'm good for a sass moment. Took you a while to get <laughs> out there. Um I I will give like an honorable mention first is just like I did think the way that the ghouls uh the vulture diapers um <laughs> talked was very funny yeah I, me too like Bleeding. just all caps <laughs> yeah i love that too um mine here i have a screenshot of it let's get it um I don't have a driver's license, Meg said, as if I needed a reminder that my life was presently being controlled by a 12-year-old. I call shotgun. Calling shotgun didn't seem appropriate for a hearse. Yeah. <laughs> you do that, girl. Of course you get shotgun. Someone is already occupying the backseat. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the whole thing. It's like the whole thing. My actual moment is Don LaFawn was very funny. Um, hey, I'd love to help, Don said. Uh, it's just, I remember this appointment. Bonds don't make appointments, Lavinia said. I double parked my, you don't have a car. I need to feed my dog. Don. <laughs> I, it just had a good, like, rhythm to it. It did. I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, there were a lot of moments that I really loved. I screenshotted one, um, but I was looking again to see if I could find any of the other ones that I really loved um but the one the one that i screenshotted was once again this is probably just kind of funny to me but in i'll try to explain why i don't know um meg toyed with her window control raising and lowering the glass re 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 like the fact <laughs> he, he described it as re with four e's three times in a row like i could hear it yeah it was like I can exactly picture the amount of time it took. Yeah. Like it was really descriptive. Yeah. I can hear it. Um, so I loved that. And I'm seeing it. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is, this is, was my favorite. Okay. Chapter four. Um, instead they, okay. They're talking about whatever. Okay. If the, if the ghouls had, am I giving proper, Oh, okay. So this is when Apollo has his uh, ukulele and he's going to like strum and hopefully make them go to sleep, which is stupid. Um, Meg burst into action. Oh, 
slicing an arm off one ghoul swiping the legs off the other but her movements were sluggish and with the diorama under one arm she could only use a single sword effectively if the ghouls had been interested in killing her she would have been overwhelmed instead they shoved past her intent on stopping me before i could strum a chord everyone is a music critic that (laughs) killed i loved it i was like that is the funniest takeaway there you're so easily entertained sometimes (laughs) It's because I choose to be. And I respect that. Good. Thanks. Great way to live life. What are our offerings? Mine's for Hazel, like right away. Hazel did great. If you give Hazel it- came on, that bitch, kind as hell. <laughs> kind as hell. Then I get <laughs> sorry. Iconic. Iconic. She then- wasn't mad. She was sad a little bit. She was- but she was so nice to Lavinia. She said, I got you, girl. I understand. Get that back. Okay, then I'll give mine to Lavinia. Fuck, then who am I gonna... Meg? Oh, Meg. Meg. Meg vommed. This Meg. one's for the girls. The, yeah. <laughs> these chapters are for the girls. The girls, yeah. Who do we vote off? Um... I don't know, because, like, no one did particularly bad. I guess Don even did help, you know? Like, yeah. He was also funny. Yeah. I guess I hated the visual of Vulture Diaper. Me too. I hated the name of it. Yes, I hated seeing Vulture Diaper written so many times. I'm talking about the words. Yeah, I hate, no, the words were icky. They were very. It's terrible in my mouth as well. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to vote off that phrasing. And and that's valid because it was, it was bad. Yeah, I'm going to vote off Apollo for saying it that way. And you know, sometimes Rick wins. It's like, like Peach Baby. Like, yes, that was the exact right did, did he even like refer to it as Peach Baby, or did we I gaslight think, ourselves into just calling him Peach Baby? I think they did to start with. Yes, yeah, I think there was there was it was definitely in the text, but yeah. I don't I don't think he even like consistent. No, because no, he called no because he calls them peaches. But we he changed to peaches pretty fast, but we latched on to that one. To Peach Baby. Um, <laughs> oh, Peach Baby. Right now. Yeah, you're real mad at the Grammys. I should just stop expecting as much from them. Yeah, probably. Honestly, your anger's on you. Lame women. That's all for this week, folks. <laughs> Jump scare. Jump scare. <laughs> oh my god that's all for this week folks join us next week where we'll be discussing chapters 5 through 8 and also I guess how Brayden's a fucking misogynist (laughs) (laughs) make sure to follow us on social media we're at every platform that matters and we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website www.returntocamp.com and if anyone wants to uh, call social services about my living situation, <laughs> no, believe someone women. will. Do. <laughs> believe. Just to reiterate, believe women. <laughs> so I don't get canceled. No one clipped that out individually. It was funny in context. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, yeah, bye. It's over. 